Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We're always talking about boring films that dragged on for too long, but what about the opposite? What about the films that cut to the credits just when you were needing that little bit more, when they could have explained all the plot holes or even just made up for a rushed final sequence? Or in the case of films like The Devil Inside, it could have just given us any ending whatsoever? Because God knows there isn't one right now. I'm Amy from What Culture, and here are 10 horror movies that ended too soon. 10. World War Z. Although a far stretch from the book that originally inspired it, World War Z is far from a terrible film, but it's not without its problems. Former UN operative Jerry Lane is one man on a rampage against the undead. He spends the film fighting his way through hordes of zombies around the globe in his efforts to help synthesize a vaccine for this plague. However, after successfully completing his mission, he just returns to his family and tells us in a monotone voiceover that people all over the world are now rising up against the undead. It sucks that we're just told in a quick montage and not actually shown the fighting in the detail it deserves. This makes the movie feel like it just ran out of time and decided to wrap everything up in a lackluster voiceover segment, rather than dedicating more time to exploring things. It makes more sense when you discover that there was meant to be a climactic battle filmed in Budapest, but legal issues and problems with weapons permits with the Hungarian authorities derailed the shoot, so it's no wonder that the fans felt a little robbed by this cobbled-together ending they got instead. 9. Rosemary's Baby. Criticising Rosemary's Baby seems like a fool's exercise, what with it being one of the most beloved horror films of all time. But just because it's near perfect doesn't mean that it couldn't be improved upon, especially by extending its iconic ending just a little bit further. After grappling with the evil intentions of her satanic neighbours throughout the film, the pregnant Rosemary Woodhouse gives birth and is told that her baby was stillborn. Not believing this, she finds her way into her neighbour's apartment and finds their dark cult standing around a crib with her newborn satanic child inside. This is a haunting ending, but there was clearly a lot more material if they wanted to extend the runtime a little. Rosemary dealing with her husband's cult betrayal and the desire to keep her baby safe despite it literally being the Antichrist could have easily made for a nail-biting finale, one that could also raise further intriguing questions about motherhood and nature versus nurture. There was a TV movie made a few years later that explored some of these ideas 
years, but let's just say that it doesn't exactly live up to the original's lofty standards. 8. Jennifer's Body Whilst it divided opinion on release, Jennifer's Body has only grown in reputation since 2009 and is now considered by many to be an underrated cult classic. Possessed high school student Jennifer is built up throughout the film to be an all-powerful antagonist for Anita, her former best friend, before Anita quickly dispatches her with a knife through the heart not long before the ending. Everything wraps up soon after, with Anita escaping the insane asylum by using some of her new powers, powers she acquired from Jennifer. It's a shame that the film didn't make further use of Anita's new powers. Anita and Jennifer engaging in a true final battle with both of their enhanced power sets would have made for a thrilling sequence. Furthermore, Anita seeing how others react to her obtaining these gifts and the further effect it has on her mind would emphasize the movie's emotional core. An extra few minutes exploring even just one of these options could have really bumped up the movie to an all-time classic status. 7. 28 Days Later The topic of how 28 Days Later should have ended is infamous for causing fights amongst horror fans online, thanks to the three alternate endings included on the original DVD extras. Whichever ending you personally prefer, it's hard to deny that the theatrical conclusion is a bit of a letdown. This British horror classic, helmed by acclaimed director Danny Boyle, follows four protagonists as they try to survive in the aftermath of a devastating zombie outbreak. After escaping from a British army major in Manchester who wants to force the group's women to repopulate the earth, as if that would even be possible, there's literally two of them. The film then hard cuts to 28 days later as the group are hiding out in remote Cumbria and attempting to attract the attention of a passing fighter jet. Then the credits roll. We don't get to see the group actually going from Manchester to Cumbria or attempting to set up base there, meaning that the film just takes a hard left turn into an optimistic tone out of nowhere. This just feels totally unearned in a longer run time showing the final push to a safe haven could have allowed the movie to gradually become more upbeat. This would have made the ending feel like a true victory for our characters after all they've struggled through, instead of a sudden and disappointing cop-out. 6. Rings the amount of really good horror movie sequels can probably be counted on one hand. The vast majority of them are just cynical cash grabs, and Rings is a perfect example of this, being the second sequel to the American remake of the Japanese horror film, Ring. It's a film that doesn't really work on any level, and the ending is perhaps the most insulting part of all. Here, the cursed videotape from the original is discovered once again by a college professor. Along with some of his students, he's threatened by the malevolent spirit of Samara, and they try to cremate her corpse to end the curse. The main issue with this film's ending is that it shows Samara's curse going viral online, an actually kind of intriguing concept, before just deciding to end it there. Samara being born again by possessing one of the students also suggested that the movie was finally about to start playing with some new, inventive ideas. Alas, no. The cynical conclusion you can draw is that these plot elements were deliberately left hanging in anticipation of Rings getting its own sequel. Well, as of now, that hasn't materialised making the film's refusal to fully explore its most unique concept all the more frustrating. 5. Malevolent. The biggest problem with Malevolent was easily its poor structure. It had everything else you would need for a pretty good movie. It had good actors, an interesting premise, it was visually engaging, but where it fell apart was how we really didn't get to the crux of things until too late, and by then the film was all wrapped up and ready to end. The film finishes with our final girl, Angela, sitting in the hospital on the phone to her grandfather. He tells her that she shouldn't be alone at a time like this, to which she responds, I'm not, and we see the shadow of what we 
assume is her dead brother pass over her. The problem with this is that we leave the film knowing nothing more about Angela's powers now than we ever did. We kind of find out she's clairvoyant quite early on, but then it feels like all the development on that end was forgotten about. Where before, it seemed that she had to be in the right place at the right time trying to contact spirits to be able to communicate with them and see them, suddenly she can freely see them at all times and she isn't freaked out by that. We needed just a bit more from this film at the end there to resolve the doubts and the questions we have about her clairvoyance, and maybe to clarify all the dribs and drabs of information we've been drip-fed about her late mother too. 4. Resident Evil Retribution I'm a simple woman. I see the Oval Office surrounded by zombies and heavily armoured vehicles, and I expect a good fight. Resident Evil Retribution, however, decided to disregard the simplest of human desires and disallow this, cutting the film to the credits just after teasing us with this incredible setup. We don't go to Resident Evil for smart, introspective horror. We go for gore and fights and Mila Jovovich badassery. As the camera pulls back, we see Washington engulfed in flames, and infected people clambering at a huge castle-like wall as huge creatures fly overhead. It's just insanity. To give us a mad setup like that and not take a single moment to show some up-close combat is a crime. From the distance, we see the little soldiers running around like ants amongst the buildings, firing away and gathering in units. Could we really not get a single glimpse of fighting on the front line? No, instead we're left wondering as our protagonists simply stand atop the White House roof and look solid into the distance. 3. Temple The premise of this film was pretty loose anyway. Three friends go into a haunted temple after being told not to go into the haunted temple, and then they die. Simple enough. Thing is, we never really find out why the temple is haunted. There's some stuff about a monk and some kids getting lost in there, but we don't find out whatever actually happened to the kids to make them into little demons. It would have been possible for some of this to be resolved at the end to give us a satisfactory wrapping up of the film, but unfortunately that's not what we got. The film ends with an interview with a bandaged-up man that we assume is one of the friends, Chris. The audience know what happened to the other two, but the police suspect Chris. They even show us some footage that looks like Chris attacking his friend in a half-hearted attempt to convince us that it was all just because he's crazy or something, which they then play into more when they have him stab the translator. The final 15 minutes of the film go out with not so much a bang, but a fizzle. They wrap it up way too quickly without any payoff or explanation. Had they dedicated more time to getting to the bottom of the lore and the timeline of events through the interview format, it would have given us a much better ending than that of a mystery man taking a stab at some investigators then making a run for it. 2. You Should Have Left 2020's You Should Have Left came out to a very mixed reception. Most people agree that the idea could have been good if it had just been done better. Kevin Bacon and Amanda Seyfried aren't exactly the horror pairing I would pick, but in the end it's not their weird chemistry that makes this movie so disappointing. It's its total inability to resolve things. This film follows a couple and their daughter when they take a holiday to what we later find out is a demonic house in the English countryside. It ends with the voice of a shopkeeper we previously met telling us that some people never leave the house and that the house finds them, but we get no more details. If you're gonna do a voiceover monologue ending, dedicate to it. We want to know how the villagers know what the house is and what it does, why the house is that way, and how it is that there's a temporal 
moral discrepancy that allows Kevin Bacon to write notes to his past self. If the devil has taken him, then I'm pretty sure that hell doesn't consist of living in a nice countryside home. And if it does, then man, can you imagine what heaven looks like? Honestly, it's pretty ironic that they named a film this disappointing, You Should Have Left. It's pretty similar to the same note I would have given my past self when she first watched it. One, The Neon Demon. When this film ended, I was well and truly dumbfounded. After almost two hours of confusing back and forth drama culminating in murder and cannibalism, the ending we got was a girl walking off into the desert. I mean, come on, what is that? The cannibal element comes as a shock in the first place, and for that matter, it never really gets rationalized or explained. What starts off as a film about a grieving teenager becoming a supermodel turns into some witchy nightmare. I mean, we would assume that the cannibalism was some sort of witchy ritual by which the girls that ate Jessie's corpse achieve eternal beauty or something. This, however, never gets clarified. We never get to see the outcome, the consequences, or the reactions to what the three girls have done to Jessie. For what's essentially a confusing, otherwise meaningless display of violence and gore, we really needed some kind of explanation to sell it. We never get that, and instead we just have to make peace with the fact in our minds that we'll just never know. That we all watched a girl eat her friend's eyeball after it had already just been thrown up by another friend, and that it was for nothing. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.